You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. Welcome back to the latest greatest episode of the Seven Points Podcast. My name is Jayden May, joined as always by my co-host Quentin Crisco. How we doing tonight, Quentin? Doing good. Doing good. Hit hit a few parlays this weekend, so I felt, felt pretty happy about that. Yeah. yeah. Bears yeah. looking good. Gamers. Oh yeah. Bears are, you know, they're they are looking top of the line, my friend. Crashing for Caleb at this point? Oh yeah. That that is exactly where this is all headed. So you want to get into the records from last week and then we can talk a little talk a little bears before we get into the podcast on the state of the bears and the, the fire cell that's potentially about to happen. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't write down our specific records for the week. Um, I think I was two and three. Uh, do you know what you were? Four and two. Okay. So on the season, you are now 17 and 17 down 1.6 units. I'm 15 and 17 down 1.8 units. But we're on the rise. We're on the rise. Climbing our way back up, boy. It'll turn. It'll turn here soon. On uh, college ball, we are both up. You're up eight units. I'm up four and a half units. So. All right, let's go, boy. And the model is out. You can check the model at shaman-points.com. And all your model streams can come true following the model picks from there. But, Let me see. All right. Get that thrown up here. The model. Do not throw up on the model, but the model will throw up on you. Yeah, so, so just some quick for this week. It, it likes Buffalo to cover. Uh, it likes the under in Detroit, Baltimore. It likes the over in Green Bay, Denver. It likes the over in Miami, Philly. So if you want to see the full model in all of its glory, all of the percentages and probabilities of the full entire table, like I said, you can find it on shaven-points.com. Let's go. Go check it out. Season record, 17 and 14 at one point. Plus 1.5 units. So, right. Let's go, boys. And historically, this is about right when it starts getting hot. So, like last year, at the end, like right around now, like this week, next week, somewhere good. around there. I think it had like a 10 and 3 week or something. So, like this is. Yeah. This, this, this could long. be a good week for it because uh, it's a nasty board. Uh, I feel like uh, there's going to be a lot of losers, maybe some winners this week. But, uh, yeah, tough board, to, tough board to crack this week. But. Yeah. Looking at the state of the NFL right now, Bears, Justin Fields, uh, hurt his throwing hand. Uh, and has it? Has it? This could be the end of an era. It very well could be. We'll see. We'll see what they do here. Uh, could be the end of him and Jalen Johnson and Darnell Mooney, Eddie Jackson. Like, they're, it could be a whole dang fire sale over there. The fire sale, man. Well... On the bright side, you got some got some good quarterbacks in this draft to look forward to. So it's not the worst thing ever. So what kind of return are you looking for for these uh, prospects? Like you, you think Darnell Mooney is going to bring a fourth or a fifth, maybe? I think I think for Darnell Mooney, I was talking about this on, the, on my Bears podcast earlier tonight. Uh, I think Darnell Mooney, you're probably looking at a fifth, maybe a condition to a fourth. But like receivers, just hard. Because you know they need to learn the offense, and like it's it's hard to be in and make an impact at receiver right away. And he's um, not think, an elite talent. He, yeah, I mean he's not, but he can help someone. But definitely, oh, yeah. but 
if it's if it's a different offense, like a Shanahan offense, maybe might go for him. But like, if not, I think that's a hard move. Like, it's hard to justify paying much, giving up much for a receiver to come in and not be good for five, six weeks until they I mean, pick up the offense. Yeah, but I mean, somebody might come in and give you a second rounder that could end up being the thirty second overall for him. Yeah, you never know when someone's just gonna like just go all in on that you know i mean i remember last year i don't remember who did it but somebody gave up a a second rounder that ended up being a high high second rounder for a for a wide receiver that i mean never really found his footing and he's not even on the team anymore i can't remember who did it though well i hope they're still out there yeah still still making moves uh deal the century people say yeah might be might be um i think jalen Jalen and Eddie have a lot better chance of getting moved for something of value. Mainly Jalen, because Eddie's like he's a great player, but he, he's really struggled to stay healthy lately, and like he's he's on the back end of his career. So Jalen is probably the guy you can look to try to get a fourth round pick for. Yeah, no, I feel that. Okay, so um, moving on from the Bears, we can talk a little bit last week while we do our power rankings. You want to pull those power rankings up for us and. Uh, definitely a lot of movement this week. Uh, might need to add some new categories to the list, uh, to our tier ranking list. We'll see. Uh, let's get it. Let's do here. All right. So, looking at the power rankings here, we have catch up with the Super Bowl contenders, and uh, it's weird that you don't have the Houston Astros on here. But being a Philly guy, for Philly, I figured you'd do that. But um, I mean, this yeah. hey, hey, this is not about Philly. This is about the God that is Kyle Schwarber. I mean, I feel like Castellanos or Harper should go on there if we're talking anybody on the Philly team. But Kyle Schwarber is the one baseball player to ever live. So check yourself. I don't, don't know if that's historically accurate. He's Babe, but he's Babe Ruth reincarnated. I think that would be the dude from L.A. But um, Schwarber. Schwarber, okay. So Schwarber is catch-up and Super Bowl contender. Some other teams we could throw in this tier. I like, I like the Chiefs. Of course, Chiefs are still Super Bowl contenders. I mean, they're the main um, reason catch-ups there. So we got to. I mean, at what point do we put the Lions up up there? I think it's time. I think they after this. I think game, it's time. I think this game is the one where they are. I said we put them on there right now. I'll give it to you, but in a week they could lose the we'll spot. See. I mean, these yeah. aren't permanent; they change every week. Okay, you're right. You're right. Mine um, belong in there right now. Yeah. So let's see who else. I mean, we got to put the Jets on there. I mean, they just beat the almighty uh, Eagles, right? Eagles, best team in the league. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. watch Jets. out. Watch out for the Jets. J A T S Jets. 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 Zach Wilson yeah. on the rise, baby. A- Aaron Rodgers gonna be back by Thanksgiving at this point. Aaron, who? That guy just yeah. wants to be Zach Wilson. Yeah. So, uh, we throw the Dolphins up there. Playing good ball. Second, 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 second. There we go. Second. I thought um, I was waiting for, like, second from the left, second from the right. It was, like, second, <laughs> second. Just kept coming at me. <laughs> uh, and the last thing we could put up here, I would say, does anybody else belong up here? Man, I I don't know. Throw the Cowboys up there. They're back in a yeah, big way. They're back. Cowboys are back. <laughs> Cowboys are back in a big way, boy. All right. All right. It's a wild so, swig. I mean, they only went up two tiers. No, nah, last week they were Kirk's cousin. 
Oh, we're, oh, were they? I thought they were Pukaladuka last week. No, they, um, they were Kirk's cousin. All right, so good, but not superb ball. Uh, we're putting Texans in here this week. I can dig it. I can dig that. They just keep keep doing it. Yeah, they just keep getting it done. Uh, let's throw Ravens, Ravens, Bills, Jags. Can never find. See, this time okay. I got stuck on the Panthers looking for the Jags. Last time I got stuck on the Jags looking for the Panthers. All right. Uh, let's throw. Let's see here. I mean, Bengals. Bengals. No, Bengals are up there. Joey B's. Joey B is always up there. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. NFC is looking kind of weak right now. So playoff teams. Uh, Browns. Okay. We're going to have to make a new here, right? No, we've got to make a new category. Uh, we'll get to them in a second. Okay. Uh, let's put let's put the Rams in there. The Bucks. The Bucks all the way up. Okay. I like the Bucks here. And Seahawks. I like that. All right. So Pukaladuka. So this is the Chargers charging up. Charging up. We got Falcons rising up. Yeah, they're definitely Puka. If they go get Um, Justin Fields, they might be more than Puka. Saints or Puka? Yeah. And then that might be it. Yeah, I think that's that's it. Because I see a lot of Kirk's cousin here. Yeah, Kirk's cousin. Steelers? Stollers. Stollers. Titans. Colts. Really? I feel like Titans are the rest. Okay, we put Titans in the rest. Like, without no more Tannehill, like, looking bleak. Looking bleak. Yeah. I mean, Colts, I mean, we we love our mustache mustache mania with Minshew. Yeah. But, uh, he is. Brendan Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he is Kirk's cousin, though. Um, yeah. And I think that's it. So, then the rest, let's throw so the Cardinals in the rest. They stay the rest. You're on Caleb Watch for the Cardinals. Or not okay, watch. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, let's see. Washington's probably the rest. Yeah. Vikings? Maybe? Let's throw Vikings on the rest. Yeah, we can do that. All right. So, Raiders. The Raiders are three and three right now. Yeah, let's throw Raiders and a Kirk's cousin. Oh, okay. They're a little spicier than I thought then. Yeah, they're, they're a little frisky. They're a little frisky. Uh, Caleb, watch. We got the Broncos. We got the Giants. Yeah. We got the Bears. Bears go up front because they got two. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Patriots. And so now we need to add another tier. Okay. Where at? Under Caleb Watch. Under Caleb Watch. Okay. Let's see. What we call them this tier? Absolute frauds who thought they have a good QB, but they don't. Who thought they had a... All right, (laughs) perfect. And purple, purple is fine with me. All right, so this is San Fran, this is Philly, and this is Green Bay. Wow. Okay. Not Caleb Watch Panthers. Yeah. And what are we doing with this last one here? (laughs) With Roger Goodell? Uh, Where does Roger Goodell belong? In the trash. Just yeah, just add one more under Caleb Watch. Trash. Garbage. Okay. Just put garbage and we can put him in there. Okay. Because it, this is because he wants to move the Super Bowl to 
across the pond. And that's garbage. Oh, that's too bad. Is there a shit uh, brown color? No, there's not. I'm very limited on my color choices at this okay. point. Well, that's our power rankings for uh, going into week seven. The definitive power rankings. I uh, dare you to question them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'd like I'd like to see somebody argue because I I see I see no here. Perfection, pure perfection. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about any of the games from last week while we're talking about power rankings? How I um I did give out on the pod. Uh, I like that. I like that Browns money line. I also said that I liked Jets money line. I gave out Jets plus seven on the pod. Uh, I even said I might sprinkle that parlay. I did not do it because I'm broke, broke. But if I was not broke, broke, I would have been rich, rich because saw that perfectly yeah no you crushed those uh outside of that i mean bears yeah there's nothing to talk about there nothing to talk about cowboys look sloppy as all hell Dak prescott doesn't look good but they finally started throwing the ball to brandon cooks which i absolutely love because i talked about the offseason brandon cooks has just been very good everywhere he's gone just thousand yards here thousand yards there thank you see you later i got my thousand yards i'm out they haven't thrown him the ball at all he got seven targets had five catches 63 yards and a touchdown so it was nice to finally see him get some targets uh it's absolutely disgusting that uh michael gallup got nine targets with five drops and two catches um oh my gosh he did yeah, don't Why? know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Michael Gallup. He, he's just not good anymore. I'm sorry. We signed him to a five-year deal. Uh, send him to the Bears. Um, they need a receiver. He's got his high, high, his high, high potential is really up there. Let him sit out the rest of the season, finally get fully healthy. Seems like he's still not quite back from that ACL. So, um, yeah, send him to the Bears. We'll, we'll, we'll do an even trade if you take a salary, and we'll, we'll take a – We'll take the second overall pick. No, well, who's the receiver we were talking about at the beginning of the pod? Uh, Mooney? You wouldn't yeah, do it for Mooney. your second round pick? I mean, I would. I don't know if the Bears. Oh, they might. They might give us one of their first. Yeah, give us Carolina's pick and we'll send you Michael Gallup. <laughs> so, what I want to know is about the Cowboys. Why didn't they run the football? Could they just not? I didn't watch the game. Oh, like, they, they ran the football a lot. They did? Yeah. Hold on. Let me pull up the exact amount of carries or the, the amount of times that they ran the football. Dak only had 22 pass attempts in the fourth quarter. I don't know what he ended I up I mean, they with. only ran it 19 times, and one of those was a wide receiver. They ran the ball 26 times. Dak had seven design oh, runs. Oh, okay. So those were design runs. I thought those would be scrambles. Okay. Well, so three, maybe so three of them were scrambles. So 23, 23 rush attempts. So why why couldn't they run the ball effectively though? Like Tony Pollard at two yards a carry, like uh, the because run defense is not. I'm just curious. It was I, I had I had a problem with Tony Pollard over sixty yards, and when I saw he was nowhere close, every, like, everything was wildly predictable. I mean, we have we have absolutely no. They, they don't change up anything on the offense. It's run, run, pass every single time. Uh, you know exactly well, what's Nagy coming. Special. The most success we had was on uh, read options. Dex finally starting to run the ball again for the first time since he broke his leg. That was nice to see. But um, just a very, very vanilla, predictable offense the entire time. And luckily, Kellen Moore is just still Kellen Moore and incredibly awful. Otherwise, the Chargers could have very well beat us that game. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, Kellamore was absolutely. I mean, I don't know if anybody's on the Kellamore train still, but yeah, you watched that game, and I think Austin Eckler had like 18 carries for like 40 yards. Like it, it was it was just bad on both sides. I mean, it was it was a mirror of who yeah. could call a worse game on offense. That's what they're they were they were battling like. Mike McCarthy's yeah. like, no, I'm worse. And then Kellen Moore's like, no, yeah. I'm worse. And then I called it the offseason. Quit Johnson. I, that's what I was about to say. Did Johnson's they show that good. play? Did they show that play like on the broadcast over and over? Because they should have. The the pick? Yeah. Where you just it's got out of his route. Yeah. Like nobody. Yeah. Like it was just like the ball was thrown for the cornerback, and he was just like, "Go ahead, take it." Like that was awesome. yeah. Justin Herbert did a good job of getting the ball out. Uh, you look at the you look at the stats in the game. I think Cowboys only had two sacks. Two of them were on that last drive. Uh, Michael Parsons had one, but they were all over him all night. Uh, Herbert was just getting the ball out, not doing anything with it necessarily, uh, just getting rid of it. But yeah, Quentin Johnson's bad, and I yeah. mean that was one of my nope. I mean, I didn't think he would be bad, but um, I thought he was overdrafted. I didn't think he was as good as people were saying. And uh, I mean, he went yeah twenty third or something. So like, yeah, I, mean, I, thought, early, I, thought, I thought he was mid. I thought he was mid second. Yeah, I mean, people were mocking him in like top ten at one point, but yeah, can't get open, can't separate, doesn't have the doesn't have the speed. Keaton Allen's incredible. I mean, um, he's he's got the tools. It's just like a base on that play. It's the want to like that was awful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Losing Mike Williams really hurt him, but uh, they schemed open Gerald Everett a couple of times, and uh, we have I mean, a, yeah, uh, a couple a of decent plays. So Cameron White asks, "I'm in a ten man full PPR with two flexes. Should I trade DJ Moore for Debo or Ramondre? My wide receivers and RBs hurt. are Tyreek Hill, Olave, DJ Moore, Bryce Hall, Bryce Hall. Hall. Excuse me, Rashad White, Roshan Johnson, and." H-A. H-A. Um, I, I'd consider it for Debo, maybe. I don't know what his injury status is. You said he's hurt. Uh, but I probably wouldn't do it for Ramondre because you're getting back a guy whose efficiency has just been trash so far this year. I, I mean, maybe you, it gets better, but I'd probably hold on to him. I would just trade for a, a lower-end RB2 that's not Ramondre. I mean, if you can go out and get uh, – I don't even know off the top of my head. Um, running back's tough this year in fantasy. But, I mean, if you can how go about, buy... How like, about if you could get both? If I could get both, would you guys do it? Yeah, Debo maybe. Andre, I, I think I'd consider that to get both. Like, I, I think mean, that just, is good value. Just the depth, I mean, yeah. So, full people, like, DJ Moore should be spam targets with the backup quarterback in for the Bears. Yeah. So that's what makes it tougher for me. I need. Well, we also I, don't I, know anything about the backup quarterback. Secret agent, man. Yeah, I mean, you're a Bears fan. You probably know something about him, but I mean, yeah, I secret would, agent, man. I mean, DJ Morris historically always had product, production, regardless yeah. of his quarterback. Ramondre is playing terrible. Zeke actually is starting to look good, so Zeke might start getting the bulk of the carries yeah. there in New England, and. Even even a healthy Debo hasn't really been getting touches on that that San Fran offense. Duke's um, been getting the catches, and McCaffrey has been an absolute workhorse. But now McCaffrey's hurt as well. But how long is he going to be hurt for the Debo injury? I mean, I, I might I might just 
hold on to DJ Moore for a couple of weeks. And if he's getting 12 to 15 targets a game, then you sell high on him. Because or like you I were saying, I don't, I don't know if you're getting a starter out of Ramondre Stevenson or Debo at this point. Or like you were saying, just trying to look elsewhere for an RB two. Because like with Brees, you're good with Brees Hall, Rashad White. I mean, he's he's been good enough, I believe, in Tampa. But like, yeah. you're not super confident in it. Roshan Johnson's coming off that concussion. Who knows what the target, what the carry share is between him and Khalil Herbert week to week, and yeah, James Hurt. Like you might. I would go find the Tony to Pollard owner. Yeah, I would go find the Tony Pollard owner because. Tony Pollard hasn't produced, and if this dude is certain Pollard is RB one, that might yeah. that might be a guy to go after, or even a Miles Sanders package where Miles Sanders hasn't done anything all year. But if you can get Miles Sanders and a a decent wide receiver like a a lower end wide receiver too, with a, a guy like Miles Sanders who you know is going to get the touches, that that might be somewhere to look as well. But yeah, I, I don't love that trade. Yeah. All right, so you want to get into our week seven picks? We can absolutely get into our week seven picks. NFL week seven. We have sound effects now, folks. It's beautiful. Yes, sir. All right, go, get into week seven. What, what, what game do we have first on here? Jacksonville the Jaguars, Jaguars going to Nolens. Take on the Saints. It's their mark. Yeah, so. This this is a disgusting slate. I said it earlier in the pod. But um, this, I mean, Jags, Saints, Jags, back-to-back weeks in London. <clears throat> they, were they back in the U.S. last week or were they away? Yeah, they week? were. They were back. They were the back? only London game was uh, Tennessee-Baltimore. Okay, so who did they play last week? Sloppy game. They beat up on Indy? Yeah, sloppy. What? Yeah, they, they, scored a, they scored a bunch late. Uh, ETN is freaking on fire right now. Having having a great time, but that Saints defense is nasty, and New Orleans is a tough place to play. After being two weeks in London, you come back, and then you go to New Orleans on the road a week after you're back. I like under thirty nine and a half here. I think the Jags defense is kind of hitting their stride. Josh Allen is quietly making a run for Defensive Player of the Year. The dude's on freaking fire right now. And the Saints defense is just really good. I love under 39 and a half in this spot. Thursday night game, short season. We're kind of kind of getting into the the meat and potatoes of the schedule. Um, injuries are starting to creep up on guys. Guys, soreness is starting to kick in. Seven weeks in, six straight weeks of football. Uh, yeah, I, I like the under here. I think, I think the under is a great play. Two good defenses. And I'm, I don't... If this goes over, I think it's the Jags blow them out. And I don't know if the Jags can blow them out. So I love the under here. You and me, we see it the same. I got it at 38 and a half, so it must have moved a little. But I don't care. right? I mean, I, Trevor Lawrence is actually in question with a knee injury. Um, it's questionable. But if they're going to hold him out, it's going to be on a Thursday night. And if they're going to limit what he has to do, it's going to be when he has a knee injury. So yeah. that adds to it. Guess how many straight games New Orleans has gone under? Probably a lot, because they don't score a lot of points, and they've been competitive in most games. I don't have enough fingers. It's 11. 11 yeah. straight games under. Like, that's a ludicrous. So, Especially when you look at that offense they have. Or yeah. you look at the weapons they have, not their offense, but yeah. the weapons they have on offense. I mean, you throw in Derek Carr's injury, too. Like, he's he's yeah. not 
getting the zip on the ball that he typically would, like under just. I don't. It, it's crazy that they haven't given Jameis a, a shot, and it's crazy that Jameis resigned there again. Like, dude, at this point, Jameis probably like isn't even any good, and he's just like, I'll keep taking free money. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know, but it's crazy that they haven't given him a shot. But um, you want to go to the next game real quick? I gotta, I gotta step out for just a second. Yeah. So next one up, we have the Atlanta Falcons going down to Tampa, Florida. Let's take on the Buccaneers. Spread is two and a half in the Buccaneers' favor. And I'm taking Buccaneers minus two and a half. Desmond Ritter on the road in his career, four games. So small sample size, only four games. He's thrown one touchdown in those four games and two interceptions. He is 0-4 on the road with the Falcons five and one at home so i'm seeing desmond ritter bad on the road going to a tough to play in in tampa that he really really gets to other teams down there typically who just played detroit fairly tough and just a a defense that really stops like vita vea is one of the top nose tackles in the nfl that stops the run well and just it's probably going to give Desmond Ritter fits. I don't think he's going to be great against that the, the fire zones that uh, that Todd Bowles throws out there. And I'm taking Tampa minus two and a half. I just think there's there's no way that Desmond Ritter's going in that and beating Tampa Bay. Funny you said that because on my list here, I wrote down all my games, and this is my favorite bet of the week: Bucks minus two and a half. For all the same reason, Desmond Ritter sucks. Uh, that Bucks defense is really, really good. Yes, sir. Bucks defense is really, really good. And I think Baker's playing at a high level right now. Uh, Falcons defense is is playing pretty good football. Jesse Bates is still doing his thing. Uh, kind of like the under in this game, too. I, I think it might be an under week. But, um, yeah, I love Bucks minus two and a half here at home. Yeah. I, I think that's that, – that like, as I was, I was going through my bets and I was like – I don't know, Atlanta, Tampa, two higher variance teams. I was like, wait, wait, it's Desmond Ritter against the Bucks defense yeah. in Tampa. Like, that's an easy one. Yep. So next up here have the Las Vegas Raiders going into Chicago. Raiders. My Chicago Bears, if you can't tell. But two backup quarterbacks here. We have Tyson Bajan for the Bears. Secret Bajan man, as I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. And on the other side, we don't even know who it is yet. It might be Axel Brian Hoyer. Yes, his first name is actually Axel, according to his pro reference, pro football reference page. I don't know why he would choose to go by Brian when he could go by Axel Hoyer, the destroyer, but that's neither here nor there. Um, or it could be Aiden O'Connell. Either way, this is a Raiders offense who has scored over 20 points once this year when they scored 21 this past week against a dysfunctional Patriots team. They've scored like 17 or fewer in every other game. Bears, I mean, I, Tyson Bajan is a complete unknown. I think this is a safe under at 37 and a half. I think neither of these teams are going to be able to move the football that well just because they are with backup quarterbacks and not very good with their starters. So, like, yeah, it so seems like a good play to me. I looked up this under. My only thing was Devonta Adams, Josh Jacobs, and bad quarterback play. I'm like, there's potential for big plays on offense. DJ Moore as well. And then you have 
disaster plays of scooping scores and pick sixes as well is the only thing that's keeping me like I think if if both teams play like quote unquote mistake free football, I think this goes way, way under. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised one bit to see a defensive touchdown, special teams touchdown, uh a blown a blown coverage and somebody's wide ass open, a DJ Moore, uh Devonta Adams. Josh Jacobs breaks one through the middle for 40 yards. Uh, that's the only thing that's keeping me from this. But, yeah, I mean, I thought you were about to take a side on that, and I was going to say that's absolutely disgusting. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'll take the sicko bet here and there. So it's not out <laughs> yeah. of the realm of possibility. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I guess the under is the only way you can play that game. But that that's what's keeping me from the under is just the fact that you could be two bad quarterbacks, and then, like I said, yeah. uh, the teams themselves aren't that great either. So, completely understandable. Um, I, I think we're going to see red zone turnovers, which I think is a huge under signal for me. But like, that's just a hunch. So I yeah. clearly get what you're saying there. Yeah. Moving on. Do you want to start with Lions Ravens? Because I have this one as well. Okay, Lions Ravens. Lions, one of the best teams in football. Ravens could potentially be one of the best teams in football. They really haven't got it going yet. Zay Flowers is getting targets after target. Uh, looks like um, Lamar finally found a receiver that he likes throwing the ball to that's not named Mark Andrews. And this Lions team is just incredibly good. Uh, no David Montgomery, who's been an absolute workhorse for them. Uh, maybe they finally get Jameer Gibbs going in this game. I don't know, but... Everybody looks at this Lions team and they talk about how great this offense is. This defense is absolutely turned around with um, Aiden uh, Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson has just been an absolute beast for them on that defensive line. Their linebackers are playing great. Their DBs are playing great. And then the Ravens just always play good defense, mistake-free football. The defense this is, is no- hounding right now, too. This, this, is, a, this is another under I like a lot. Uh, under 42. Uh, I love this under. I think two great defenses. I think this is going to be a hell of a game as well. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, I'll, I see like a 17-14 game here, a 2017 game here, uh, a three-point game going down to the wire, going down to a field goal, probably on the, the leg of Justin Tucker, if I were to guess. Uh, so, yeah, I like this thing to go under, and I like to be very, very close. We are just either going to going to be incredible this week or die this week because i got the under 42 and a half in this game baltimore's defense falling lines defense playing good sound football both these teams are coming off heavy travel week the ravens coming back from london detroit having come back from tampa maybe a little depleted from being dehydrated down there because they probably sweated out 10 pounds a player uh, i just think both these teams are going to be tired both these teams have strong defenses and I'm not sure, is Amon Ross St. Brown back this week for the Lions? Yeah, he played last week. Played oh, very well. Okay. Yeah, no. he had nine catches, like 117 yards and a touchdown. Moot point then. I thought, I thought he was out. <laughs> but regardless, Williams I mean, I still think. Touchdown too. Yeah, I saw Jamison Williams. He got a second NFL catch. Very nice. Yeah. Second NFL, he had second NFL touchdown. But I again, I just I, I think that this this game is playing to the under for all the reasons that you said. I, we can we can yeah. move on, but I we're, we're seeing eye to eye on that. We don't talk about this before the pod either. So yeah, so yeah, all of, we we don't know each other's picks. We just know what games, so we can get our list together here. Next one up, Chiefs Chargers. This one's just you. Okay, Chiefs Chargers. Um, 
Yeah, this Chargers defense isn't all that great. Chiefs defense has been playing pretty well this season, but we haven't really seen a breakout game from this Chiefs offense yet. They've they played well here and there, but I think this is about the time of year where Chiefs really start hitting their stride. And uh, this is a typical Kellen Moore spot where he's going to come out and call a great game and put up 30 points against the Chiefs. And I think if the Chargers put up 30 points, Chiefs aren't going to get blown out. I like over 48 and a half here for that reason. Uh, I mean, this. I mean, if you, if you look at Kellen Moore's career, he, 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 he has a stinker, then he'll come out and just call a perfect game. And if you're in a shootout with the Chiefs, they're going to keep up. So, yeah, give me over 48 and a half here. I like it. Um, I thought you were going to go Chiefs minus five and a half. And I was kind of like, don't like Chargers that number. Two, Chargers are two and three. And that's an odd. And Chargers are fighting for their lives right now. So, yeah, yeah I, 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 I like the over there. I agree with you on that. I thought the line was bet, be, but I figured that line was going to be closer to three, three and a half, four. Uh, so, five and a half. It almost smelled like a little bit of a rat. And at that rat line, I would have probably taken the Chiefs because, I mean, say what you want about the Chargers, but... Smelled like a what? Smelled like a rat. Yeah. Been saying. Um, I mean, it's it's one of those lines where you see it and you want to hammer Chargers, but I I think the play, if you're taking a side here, would be the Chiefs. Uh, They own that division. Uh, They have owned the division for a while. Um, Justin Herbert's not looking that great. Like, well, like we talked about a second ago, Quentin Johnson doesn't look great. Uh, maybe Eckler gets going now that he's back for a second week in a row. But yeah, I mean, I I think the overs the play here. I I think this is 30, 35 game somewhere around there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if both teams scored in the thirties in this game. Yeah, makes sense to me. Next up here, we got 49ers going to Minnesota to take on the Vikings and spread here is minus six, six and a half 49ers favored. I'm taking 49ers. I think 49ers are going to be locked in after getting just molly whopped by the Browns defense last week. I think they are going to try to make a point. Yeah. Browns defense is incredible. And I think 49ers are going to come out to make a point, make a statement. And I think they're just going to, I mean, I watched this Vikings team last week they, they beat the Bears by, like, what, five points? Like, I, I don't oh, think this is a good Vikings game. team. Yeah, it was disgusting. Justin Jefferson is still out. Their offense is a little lost without him. Maybe they put some stuff together. I'm not counting on it against the 49ers defense. Like, th- this is six and a half feels, like, too small for me. I mean, maybe it's a rat. I don't know. That's, that's honestly, it might be because six and a half is, like, a – like that's an automatic in a lot of ways, like for this, yeah. uh, this big a matchup, but like, or this, I mean, this uh, just, lopsided there, of a matchup, but too many unknowns for me in this game is the only reason why I didn't take it. Um, I do think that the 49ers had the defensive backs to be able to shut down Jordan Addison and Jordan Addison had some, some big plays against the bears. I just don't think they're going to be able to get away with that. Not really? The 49ers defense. Didn't do that much. They had like five catches for 80 yards and they were all like pretty big plays. No, I don't think he did much. I, I think he had like 30 yards. He, he had a big drop that would have been like 40 yards. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I just don't know who's going to get get this offense rolling for him. Um, yeah, he had three catches for 28 yards. Oh, uh, who, who, they had? A, did they have a receiver that had a good game? The other guy might, might – I mean, honestly, no one really had – it was just such a bad game, man. Like, I was watching on Red Zone, so maybe I was a little – I mean, I only saw like Like Addison's – Like, he has like 
four massive catches this year and he's done like nothing else but it's like if he yeah. keeps making those massive catches it's like yeah that's awesome but it, that's my yeah. question with him is like will he keep making these like yeah. giant plays yeah i just don't know where the production is going to come from in that offense but at the same time uh with without the without the help of christian mccaffrey and if debo really is out and you're gonna have jordan mason elijah mitchell uh Trent Williams was kind of banged up. I'm sure he's going to play, but uh, I mean, he is getting older and uh, is he going to be playing at 100%? I don't know. Uh, Brock Purdy without weapons, we'll see what he can do. But I mean, they still have Ayuk and let's not act like Jordan Mason and uh, Elijah Mitchell aren't great options at running the ball. And uh, they still have Kittle and they still have a great defense. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I like it, but there's too many unknowns for me to take a six and a half there. I feel you. I feel it. Next up here, this is yours, Browns at Colts. Yeah, so this is uh, my second one I'm taking the spread on. I'm taking the Browns here. I just think they're a better team than the Colts, even with Jonathan Taylor back. I think Gardner Minshew is probably the better quarterback playing in this matchup, regardless of who the Browns start at QB. P.J. Walker played good last week, not great. Uh, and I think Deshaun Watson's still out for an extended amount of time. But uh, I, I think this Browns offense, I mean, uh, Kareem Hunt looked all right against that San Francisco defense, and uh, maybe he can get it going against this Colts offense. But, I mean, to me, this Browns defense is just so damn good. I could see this game being a 13-7 game. I, I think it's going to be very, very low scoring. Uh, I kind of like the under, but I couldn't take myself – I couldn't bring myself to take it. And then I was going to take Browns money line, but at one and a half, if I'm going to take the money line, I'll just, I'll just get the better, the better odds and just take a minus one and a half. Hopefully they win by two, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a 14, 12 game or something like that, where one team kicks four field goals and the other team gets two touchdowns, something like that. But yeah, I like Browns minus one and a half. I just think they're a much better team, even going to Indy. I think that defense is going to travel well, and if they can get Kareem Hunt going on the ground, um, I, th- I think they can cover this for no problem. Yeah, I was eyeing this one, but I just – I've been on both sides of the equation on weird games at Lucas Oil, and I, I just – I tend to avoid yeah. the Colts at home when I when I feel like they should just get wrecked, and that's kind of yeah. where I was with this. I wouldn't – I wouldn't. I have Jonathan Taylor in multiple leagues, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate Jonathan Taylor to break out here, but – yeah, maybe this is just a hedge against my fantasy teams. All right, last one here. Miami Dolphins coming to Philly, my town, where I live, to play the Eagles. And on this one, I'm just keeping it simple. Taking over 51 and a half. Eagles have played a bunch of high-scoring games. Miami's played a bunch of high-scoring games. They play each other. Should probably be pretty high-scoring. Yeah. I think this is either going to be high scoring or Philly's going to get blown out. I don't think Philly's going to be able to stop this deep offense for one. Yeah. My only thing is Jalen Hurts coming off a three interception game against a the Jets defense is all right, but like they're not not world beaters by any means. I mean, Dak looked okay against them. Like I don't know. Yeah, that, they're, they're pretty darn good, but like so they're really good against the run, and yeah. like that's kind of what philly does so yeah well i mean we'll see i mean uh i just i just like philly was exposed in a lot of ways against uh against the jets team that has been very up and down this season to say the least yeah 
Zach so. Wilson season, baby. Let's go. Zach Wilson season. Uh, yeah, so I, I like the over. And the only thing that could stop it from going over is uh, Dolphins blowing them out. So, Yeah, and that's I did think of that, and I just don't think Philly's in line for two performances like that in a row. I just think they got too much talent on the outside to, to be stuck in a rut that they're just not scoring points. Yeah. Um, I, I, definitely and, think, I definitely think Miami's going to get their points. So. Yeah, just I, I think Philly's going to have a hard time stopping that. Miami because – their defense is so predicated on the pressure they get into it is just the ball is out you know it's no. you don't really you can't really get after it. i think i think about it just about anybody in the league and i have a tough time stopping Miami this year yeah yeah uh, so we on to some college picks let's get on some college picks huge slate ahead of us this weekend we got some monster games the weather is starting to change i'm sure it's already starting to change much more up in the northeast where you are with your coastal elites up there but down here with the common folk in texas i mean we're starting to break 50 degree weather and uh have high 70s low 90 days um and i did not mess that up it's either high 70s or low 90s every day uh, and that's texas for you so uh, but yeah i mean this is the heart of college football season baby um first game i have here penn state ohio state i think who wins this game is gonna win the uh big 10 everybody's gonna say blah 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 what about michigan i don't care about michigan they're not good uh, jj mccarthy's not good and uh if if you're a team hoping that y- y'all draft him change your mind chicago's gonna love jj mccarthy Local kid I mean, went to a Catholic high school, like Chicago. You're gonna have, I mean, you're gonna hire, you're gonna hire Harbaugh. He's this gonna be his guy. You're gonna, you're gonna hey, trade your one overall pick to take. JJ I'm not McCarthy hoping for it, but like Chicago would adore JJ McCarthy. For, yeah, I mean, if he throws for a thousand yards his rookie year, I mean, it's like the third best quarterback you've ever had. Yeah, it's not a high bar, <laughs> but. Um, Back, back to Penn State, Ohio State. Penn State going to Ohio State. I don't think they've won at Ohio State in like a decade or so. It's been a long time. Uh, I like Penn State to cover four here. I think it's going to be a close game. You give me under greater than three with this Penn State defense with how their offense is rolling, I'll take it. I think Ohio State's going to win the game, but I, I, I could see this being 34-31, somewhere around there. Three-point game, two-point game, somewhere around there. So, yeah, I like Penn State cover that that forward with that defense they have uh even with that ohio state offense starting to get rolling uh, i think that penn state offense can keep up with them and that the, that defense can make enough stops to keep the game close so maybe penn state plus four next up i have washington state at oregon oregon just lost to washington and i think oregon lost that game much more than the score showed oregon also played an incredibly close game it's a Texas Tech team that doesn't look to be very good. Um, I think Oregon is getting way overvalued here. Twenty point spread. I know Washington State just lost to to uh, Arizona by forty, but I mean that, that's playing the results in my mind. I mean, I think Washington State's a little bit better than that. I mean, twenty points. I I I, I could. This could be a rat. I mean, this this smells like a rat. It seems like a rat, but. I mean, Washington State's not bad, and I just don't think Oregon's as good as people think. And 20 points, like, I'll die on that ship. I'll go down with that ship, taking 20 points with a decent team in a conference game. So, 
That's fair. Give me, give me I, I, I respect it. I respect it. Uh, next up, uh, it's every week automatic. I don't even really look at what what what's going on. Uh, Utah USC over fifty six. Yeah, it's USC. Uh, they didn't hit the over last week, or did they hit the? Did they end up hitting it they or did. no? They did. They did. Yeah. I mean, it's fifty six has been one of the lowers I've had too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me give me over fifty six. Utah USC, and then uh, last up, I have uh, probably Alabama's biggest revenge game this year. They went to Tennessee last year, lost. In a heartbreaking fashion, 43-yard field goal that was a knuckleball that barely went through the uprights. You had to hear Rocky Top. Uh, Tennessee was on top of the world. Then they lost South Carolina later in the year. And then, I mean, that's kind of what has killed Alabama's hopes and dreams ever since then. Uh, Alabama minus nine against the Tennessee team. Joe Milton's terrible. Barely scraped by against a fucking gutless A&M team. I mean, nobody in the country does less with more than Texas A&M. I guarantee you that. So, I mean, the the fact that they could barely scrape by against that A&M team. Uh, give me Alabama minus nine here. I see an Alabama rolling here. Uh, it just seems like they 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 show up for these revenge games and uh, basically ruin their season last year, losing that Tennessee uh, Rocky Top. So, yeah, I like Alabama minus nine in this game. And that's my my slate. All right. For me, first up, Mississippi State at Arkansas, taking the over 48 and a half. Mississippi Good State bet. has gone over in 80% of their games so far this year. Arkansas has gone over in 50. Seems like a fair thing to me. Second up, Utah at USC, over 55 and a half. Last year, these two teams played twice. The first time, total ended at 85. Second, the total ended at 71. That's those are a lot higher than the total here. So, yeah, if, an easy bet to me. Basic math, I mean, is are, are those higher than higher than 55? I think so. Hammer it. Hammer it. Wisconsin at Illinois. Give me Wisconsin minus two and a half. Illinois is only covered in one of seven games this year. Uh, I just think Wisconsin is a fair team. I think Illinois is riding off the reputation of a lot of guys who got drafted last year at this point. And they're, they're, just, they're not the same team this year. Brett Belima, the, the program is not. He won with Lovey Smith's prospects, or players, recruits, whatever you want to call them. And now it's kind of taking a slide back. Down. Hey, we're not going to we're not going to start hating on Brett Belima here, okay? Okay, okay. We're, this isn't a Brett That's Bielema much affection like for him. <laughs> kind of respect the big boys, unless it's my hey, birthday. Illinois ain't playing. That's all I know. Tennessee at Alabama. I'm on the other side of this one. I actually liked all the points he made, but the math liked Tennessee, so I just took it. Um, so I got Tennessee plus eight and a half because they've covered but Joe Milton. Five. Not good. You're right. I, I that actually crossed my eyes as, as I was taking it, and I was like, "Fuck it, why not? I'll just do it." Um, so I have no better explanation than that. The math liked it, and I just said, "Screw it. Sounds good to me." Uh, Baylor at Cincinnati. I'm going over fifty and a half. Baylor. Ugh. Is not good. This is this is a sicko bet. Not gonna lie, yeah. but I just think there's gonna be points. Yeah. yeah, I mean both teams are bad. Yeah, uh, the it's like the, te- bad. the math likes it's it. Like te- the math's been good like to be so the far this year. Over this weekend. Yeah, uh, Penn State at Ohio State. I'm with you. Penn State plus four and a half. Penn State is five and zero oh against the spread this year. They have the better quarterback. I think they have the better team. 
Ohio State's four one against spread, so that doesn't really. I check don't out know if they have the better but quarterback. I, yeah. I do. I think so. Ooh. I mean, I, I think, I think, do I think you like Ohio State's quarterback. I think he's been getting better every game. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I didn't. I didn't watch and Drew Aller. Maybe I'm yeah, I don't think Drew Aller's really has lived up to expectations. So, I, week one, I would have said Penn State had the much better quarterback, but Drew Aller has been, I would say, a little bit leaving a little bit to be desired, while um, Kyle McCord is slowly turning into what we see out of Ohio State quarterbacks, where. Okay. If they start slow, by the end of the season, you look up and you're like, holy shit, this dude's a baller. So, Okay, maybe I'm off on that. All I know is I've watched a few games of each, and I see NFL for NFL throws from Aller, and I hadn't seen him from McCord. So that's, yeah. McCord's, that was enough for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I can see it, but yeah, I, I'm just saying, uh, I think the, the gap is much smaller than I would have yeah. predicted if we were talking about this game week one rather than week eight. That could be fair. Um, next one, I got like eight this week. Clemson at <laughs> Miami. Give me Miami Ooh. plus three and a half. Clemson's two and three against spread. Miami's three and two, so that's pretty tight. Math likes it. I, li- I like Miami in Miami, man. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Ole yeah. Miss at Auburn. Give me Ole Miss minus six and a half. I like that. I almost took that one. And then Ole Miss Auburn's is three and two against spread. Auburn's two and three. I just don't think Auburn's going to score, and Ole Miss is going to score. Auburn is going to score because that Ole Miss defense is terrible. Ole Miss finds themselves yeah. in close games no matter what, but they're going to put up points. Excuse so. me. Score when they need to. Yeah. And that's all I got for college. Love it. All I got. Okay. I got eight bets. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That, I mean, that could really change the tides for us this weekend. We're opposite of one game. I only have four. You have eight. You could you could either catch up or get way behind this week. Oh yeah, I I, I could end up <laughs> minus four units by the end of the weekend if everything goes wrong. But yeah, I, I wanted to put I wanted to lay more college, but I just couldn't fall in love with anything. So I took. I just liked liked a lot this week. Like I, yeah. I there were there were more than that, but those were the ones that I liked and that liked. Yeah, I understand. Okay, well, anything else you want to say to the people? Free Meek Mill. Free Meek Mill. Quez Watkins, I think this is it. No, what's his name? Uh, Quez Walker from UNC that finally got his permission to play from the NCAA, which is the most corrupt organization in the United States, and that includes the U.S. government. Uh, the fact that he is finally allowed to play, dude's balling. I mean, watch out for UNC. I mean, this kid is incredible. I mean, I'd heard from UNC fans about, like, Oh, we want this guy to play. Like you obviously want your guys to play, but you don't really know. I mean, this motherfucker is a baller. Yeah. So watch out for UNC. I mean, Drake May slinging that rock. That's my cousin. Shout out Drake. So uh, Drake yeah. May. I, I I keep hearing from people I trust, like as evaluators of football players, that the gap between May and Williams is a lot closer than what I haven't watched any UNC this year, so I don't know. Like, I'm intrigued. Yeah, so we're losing Q. Uh, he's got that Philly internet. Uh, nobody knows how to work anything in Philly. So with that, we're going to let y'all go. Um, remember to like and subscribe. Let us know uh, any thoughts you have on the week. Make sure to go to the website, shaven-points.com. 
and uh, subscribe to the website. You get all the picks, you get all the model picks, everything you want and desire. And we'll see y'all next week. And don't sleep on Texans, boy. Okay.